It's time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, uh, Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading the parashios of Sazria and Mitzorah. According to the Chinuch, Sazria contains seven mitzvos, five positive and two restrictions, and Mitzorah contains eleven positive mitzvos. Interestingly, Sazria begins with the laws of uh, Tumas Yoledes, the impurity which sets in with childbirth. Take a look at the Orachayim Kadosh for a fascinating insight. And you have as well the mitzvah of circumcision. Uvayom Hashmini Yimol Besar Orloso, teaching us that even on Shabbos, if the baby is born a natural birth as opposed to caesarean. And finally, Mitzorah ends with the laws of what we call Taras HaMishpacha, the laws of family purity, Nida and Zava. Now, in between, you have one of the more challenging concepts of the Torah, and that is the laws of Tzora'as, what brings it on, while it's not specified exactly, and the purification process. For lack of a better term, we use the English term leprosy to describe Tzora'as, but you must ask yourself, my goodness, the Torah is not a um, medical journal, and it doesn't address any other disease. Why specifically over here. So, number one, the Rambam, at the end of the laws of Tumas Tzora'as, in chapter 16, Halacha Yud, the Rambam tells us very clearly that the Tzora'as, which is found in the Torah, Eino Miminhogo Shel Olam. This is not in the natural part of the world. In other words, it's an os upele, it's a wonder, a sign, shehoyabi Yisrael, which occurred only within the Jewish people, in order to deflect them and to warn them and keep them a distance from Lashon Hara. And literally, the Torah is telling us that when a person unfortunately did speak Lashon Hara, did speak bad about the next one, did cause a schism between husband and wife, between individuals. So it first began with the home, discolorations, until the home was hutats, which means it was taken apart, dismantled. If the person persisted, it went to his clothing, which had to be burnt, and finally to actually his body itself. Now, the Ramban, when he speaks about in Sazria, chapter 13, verse 47, regarding the leprosy on the garment. So the first thing he says is, This is not any kind of a usual phenomena in this world. And moreover, what does he say? It only applies in 
Eretz Yisrael Shehi Nachalas Hashem, which is literally the domain of God, and this is God's immediate personal intervention in the lives of the Jewish people in their land in order to keep them literally on the straight and narrow. I'd like to focus on Nige Batim, the uh, affliction which occurs to the home, found in Mitzorah, chapter 14, with beginning with Pasuk Lamidalid, and the Kliyokar notes that the introduction to this is a bit challenging. When you come to the land that I am giving to you as an inheritance, then I will literally place or give a tzara'as affliction upon a house in the land of your possession. Make up your mind, asks the Kliyakar. Is it the land of of God's that He's giving to us, La Chuza, or is it your Achuza? And clearly He gives the following very insightful answer that God is giving you the land and He's giving you homes that you should reflect His characteristics of generosity. And therefore, when does this occur? Uva Asheloa Bayas. This issue comes when a person has, as the Gemara in Eirechen tells us, Tzorus Ayin, which means that he is selfish, as opposed to being selfless, as opposed to sharing with others, which is the very purpose of one's home, which is why, interestingly, when one is privileged to acquire a new home, they make the bracha, not she'achiyanu, because she'achiyanu is that for things which you're going to use for yourself. You make the bracha of hatov ametiv, because in and through my home, I'm going to be able to extend hospitality to others. I'm going to make it a beisvad chachamim. I'm going to be able to raise money for tzedakah in my home, by having meetings on behalf of needy institutions and needing persons. So the Torah tells us, uva habayis, the person who thinks, unfortunately, that the home belongs to him, that is the first step towards Nige Batim. But I'd like to share with you two different Midrashim, um, both found in the Midrash Rabbah in Vayikra, chapter 17, whereby the first one, Rashi quotes, why are we going to be afflicted with the um, Tzara'as on the home? Because, and I quote, has hitminu Amoroyim matmonio shel zav bekiros boteyem al arboyim shona shal Yisrael midbar. The Amorite nations living in the land of Israel were afraid that when the Jewish people would come into the land, and they knew they'd be coming, they would get all their possessions. And they said, oh my goodness, the treasures that we have, if we will not have them, we don't want the Jewish people to have them either. So they literally hid them in their walls, the walls of their home. 
And now, what's happening? You come to the land, and you notice the discoloration on the wall. You come to the Kohen, he tells you to, and we'll see in a moment why, first of all, remove everything from the home, and then, if it proves to be Tzara'as, you take the home apart, and as a result, you're going to find the treasure. So this is Venosati. This is a positive um, note and a positive uh, indication that the Torah is telling us the Jewish people will have. There is, however, in that same chapter in the Medrash, the Medrash says, what brings this on? Once again, this Soros Ayin, there's a person only focusing on himself, so that when various neighbors each ask a person, could you lend me this, can you lend me that? Well, he says, I'm sorry I don't have, I'm sorry I don't have. So what does the Hashem do? Hashem causes that in that house there's going to be the Tzara'as. The person once again goes to the Kohen and he says, before I come and look, remove everything from the house. Now, it's not that the community are a bunch of yentas, but you can't help it. When he starts taking everything out of the house, ah, there is that step stool that you said you didn't have. Ah, there is that spatula you said you didn't have. There is this and there is that. So again... What Hashem is doing is coming in and keeping people on the straight and narrow course. The Klayoka says there's no contradiction between these two Midrashim. The first one, whereby you're going to find it, is going, because they buried the treasures, this is a reward for those who are just and share their possession with others. And the other one, namely that uh, you're not going to get it, the treasure, but the home will be emptied out, that's because of your Tzorus Ayin. What emerges from Nigei Batim and the other aspects of Tzorus is the incredible Hashkocha Pratis, the incredible divine providence found between God and the Jewish people in the land of Israel. This is buttressed by the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sadiches Amir Aleph. There, well worthwhile looking at that piece of Gemara. The Gemara is talking about signs, which would be indicative that it is the time of the Geula, the ultimate redemption and the end of our exile, comes along Rav Abba, and he says, There's no clearer indication as to when the end of our exile is going to be than this. And he cites from chapter 36 in the book of Yechezkel, V'yatem horei Yisrael, you, the mountains of Israel, anpechem titenu, you shall shoot forth your branches, and upiryechem tisu, and you shall bear your fruit, Liami Yisrael, for my people Israel, Kikervu Lavo, who are about to come. In other words, the Navi is saying, you want to know when we are towards the end of this period of Galus? Look at the land of Israel, and when it begins to blossom and to produce 
again and more and more, there's no greater indication. Now, you have to understand, if you look in Parshas Bichukosai, when the Torah speaks about the Tochacha, the curses which will befall the Jewish people when they are in exile. So what does the Torah say? Vahashimosi ani esa'aretz. Literally, says God, I will ensure and keep the land desolate. Your land will be desolate. And so it was for 18 more hundred years Whoever was there could not make a go in the land of Israel, whatever it was called throughout history. They couldn't grow things in any kind of an abundance. And when the Jewish people have come home, the land has responded to us, and there is this literal fulfillment of the prophecy of Yechezkel. And... We see today that not only is the land of Israel producing for its people and Bliyayin Hara, as we keep coming, and 32,000 Bliyayin Hara made Aliyah this past year, but it, in addition, sit down, 47 billion dollars worth of Export was done a year now, Bliyayin Hara, in Eretz Yisrael. What is going on in Eretz Yisrael? We see Bliyayin Hara, the divine wink towards his land and towards his people. Such remarkable things. Not only the return of so many towards Torah, there's an awakening and a, an appreciation of our tradition, even among those who are not yet as observant. There is a greater warmth and recognition of our very special heritage. And such special things are happening in our land. I just want to share with you one, and that is in the Israeli Defense forces, there is a unit called Unit 9900. And what is this unit? It is made up of autistic soldiers. An incredible accomplishment. They've realized that take the talent of autistic individuals that are oftentimes able to detect small details that most people miss. And therefore, they are, they have a special uh, capability and a special analytic capability. And therefore, they are being used for intelligence analysis regarding geography, mapping, aerial and satellite photography, space research, amazing. This is what is happening, giving them dignity and giving us a greater even.
sense of security within a very special land. I close with the Gemara we had in the Dafyomi just a few days ago, whereby Rav Mesha says a beautiful pasuk from Tehillim, whereby Ulitzion Yomar, Yeyomar, Ish Ish Yuladba, Vuhu Yechonineha Elyon. The pasuk from Tehillim 87.5 Tzion, it shall be said, this man, this man was born in her, and he will establish her on high. Says Rav Meshia, this applies to the one who was literally born in Israel, and the one who yearns to see her. While we're not yet home, we should all be at least privileged to be counted among those ish v'ish yuladba, our tzipia, our yearning, our pining to see the final redemption in Sion, which we are bliayinora, on our way, should make us appreciate Parsha, Sazria, and Mitzora, which speaks of the special relationship between God and His people and his land and it's coming true thank God Bimheira Biyamenu Shabbat Shalom to all JM in the AM on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos candle lighting at 725 on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Tazria and Mitzora